I was always so in awe of the way you did business because nothing slowed you down. And I would be paralyzed every step of the way. And I was like, my God, she just fired her business. Like one day we got fired and she's like, you know what? I'm going to buy this practice. (laughs) (laughs) Like we failed to mention that. I was like, it's just easier to start my own thing. And I just find a job. Fired and like 10 days later, you'd like moved into that doctor's space yeah. and like you were way bigger and faster and better, and more successful than she was. No comparison game, but whatever, right? What is up, my sweet, beautiful friends, and welcome to another episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast, where we discuss perfectionism, productivity, goal setting, and of course, how to live an imperfectly full life in this here 21st century. I'm your host, now and always, Nicole Baker. I'm a coach for high-achieving perfectionists, and I am a goal-setting and productivity master who believes that we can be our best high-achiever selves without the burnouts, without the hustle, and of course, without perfectionism. Today, I am sitting down with Dr. Lindsay Rigger and Chelsea Toronto, who are the hosts of the So Fired podcast, a show that literally started because these two best friends got fired from their jobs and they decided to make it an opportunity rather than the end of the world. I cannot wait to dive into this conversation. So without further ado, let's do it. Welcome, Lindsay and Chelsea to the podcast. Yay. Yay. Thanks for having us. You're so welcome. It's always so funny after like talking to you guys for a few minutes and then being like, welcome. You know, it's like, <laughs> it feels very aggressive. Um, hello. <laughs> hello. It's very nice to have you here. Um, I would love to start off with a question of you guys have a podcast called So Fired. Where did that name come from? What is the story? I'd love to dive into, you know, who you guys are and how you came to be, how you came to be sitting here on this couch together. Yay. Yay. Well, Chelsea and I met about five years ago and we were both working at a chiropractic office. I was the assistant chiropractor and Chelsea was the office manager. And we spent a lot of time chit-chatting, not working. It was love at first sight. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Maybe not first sight, but within like the first like two weeks, 10 Uh days. Um, And then it was like work with, it wasn't about work. No, it was like, Yay, I get to hang out with Chelsea today. We would like hug every time we work together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I didn't see you for four days. No, it's over <laughs> here. So what that meant was we weren't working to our full potential. <laughs> <laughs> I that's a very eloquent way of putting it. Gorgeous, yes. <laughs> so, so as a result of that, uh, we got fired. <laughs> At together. the same time? Uh within like within days. Days. Yep. Wow. Which ended up being the best thing that ever happened to us because then it fired us up to start living our best lives. Yeah. So um, put that on a postcard. So check it out. So I wasn't tasked with it, but we were thinking kind of hard about about a podcast name, the name. name and title and like how the podcast came to be in the first place was that I was thinking about it for a while. I didn't really know what I wanted to do or what direction I wanted to go in. Should it be health and wellness? Should it be personal development? This is after you got fired. Yeah, this is after I got fired. This is, um, and then I came to Chelsea. I'm like, okay, we should do a podcast together. 
And oh yeah, she asked me very formally. Very formal. It was like an like she was asking me to marry her. She kind of, I feel like you were on <laughs> a knee or something. <laughs> no, not a knee. I just remember like sitting and we were. I love you. Like I have something I want to ask you. And I was like, this is one of the most formal things. I didn't even get engaged this formally. <laughs> we were eating yeah. ice cream, which is so on par for us. Um. So we were like, would you like to do a podcast with me? And it was like 2020. I was like, oh, I'm so flattered. Yeah. Yeah. I know I wasn't your first choice, but I think I ended up being the best choice. <laughs> the best choice. Because, well, I was thinking I wanted to do more like health and wellness focus. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, maybe I should ask like my health and wellness friend. But then I was like, foolish. Yeah. I'm like, mm, why not work with your best friend? <laughs> and make this is the best podcast when you have your best friend on and it's just like you're shooting the shit all the time. It's the best. Yeah. No, we kind of shoot the shit all the time. All the anyway, time. So somebody else should enjoy this yeah. as much as we enjoy it. And then Chelsea came up with the name So Fired because young we... kids these days are calling it fire. They're not yeah. like, that's cool. Or you're what it was like. Oh, like that's so f- no. They're just like, that's flames. That's now fire. it's like, that's fire. the new that's word. Fire. Flames. Lit. lit. Yeah. Lit. Flames. Yes. Fire flames. <laughs> Mm, yes, I know. I know. Well, lit. We always used to say you're on fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're no longer on fire, but you're like fire, flames, or anything. So the fact that like the play on words that we got fired mm-hmm. and this is fire, it is what we try and do is take the approach that like things aren't happening to you, but you can make the best out of it, and might end up being mm-hmm. better than what you originally went in with the, the original expectation. Yeah. So what fired if- moment. What have been some of your favorite moments from the podcast? Like, can you, if you think about like the past two years, what are some of the moments that really stand out? Um, we just had a guest on recently and we didn't know we we're having a guest on literally until five seconds before we had the guest on and to see the chaos behind the scenes was hilarious. And I love reenacting the whole scenario for everyone in person. I just thought it was so funny how the whole thing happened because why <laughs> what happened? Like you're running your hands, your hair. Oh, your... are you talking about me in yeah. the meltdown I'm having? I thought you meant all of us, like the producer. All of us. I was just like, um, I'm freaking out. I'm not prepared. I have no questions prepared, but it's okay. Like we know this person. It's you're not fine. even thinking about that out loud. You're just kind of like I'm just like I'm sitting peacefully in silence, racing through my mind. Chelsea's pacing around. Our producer's trying to get the link together, and I'm just trying to hold it together, just not panic, so that not everyone is panicking. I, what did yeah. I do? Chelsea's, like, pacing around the room, like, we don't, we're not ready, we're not ready. I'm like, it's okay, we have it. And honestly, I just think if you were saw this on a TV show, it was so freaking funny, and that just stands out as, like, something I will never forget, because I just thought it was hilarious, and the episode went really well, so, um, Yeah. I think one of my favorites, <laughs> just recently, we were laughing so hard. Yeah. Like we just, and that's us, right? Uh-huh. Uh, what it, maybe it's a feeling that has been really special is that recently in the last like couple of months, mm-hmm. we started harnessing and we started showing up more as ourselves mm-hmm. instead yeah. of like trying to teach people mm-hmm. and like part wisdom. Cause we don't really have a lot of wisdom. No. Maybe we'll stumble on a <laughs> sentence that's smart along the way. Yeah. They were like, if oh, that's enough. You might learn something. <laughs> Lucky for you. <laughs> was that like a 90 minutes? Yeah. Was that something that happened organically, or was that something you guys like consciously sat down together and said, like, you know what? Hey, like we really want to make like sure we're showing up as authentically as possible. <laughs> no. and, oh, we don't believe strongly in those words because amazing. Just, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, because we're like, I think okay, well, I won't get into how we feel about those buzzwords, but I would be happy if you wanted to. Like, I would okay. love that. Well. Yeah. <laughs> well then. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that us 
deciding to show up as us all the time kind of pivoted after we went to this big personal development con- uh, conference that we went to. And the words are getting thrown around, like show up as your authentic self and be like the most powerful you. And just like authentic, just that word just irks me so much because um, I think everyone's trying to be authentic in such a way that we're trying to grow into be what an authentic person should be, that we don't even know like who we are. We're just trying to be someone that we think we should be because that's authentic. Hello and right. welcome to a perfectionism podcast. I see it on Instagram a lot. You're seeing uh-huh. these words thrown around uh-huh. and I, I don't know if it's like an age thing because we've got a little bit of an age discrepancy enough that we're what often happens is we are seeing things from different perspectives, right? Yeah. Our experiences. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm like, I don't understand what authentic means. What are some of the other words? Um, let's see. Oh my gosh. Why am I? Okay. So there's other words, but I can't. I think I hear affirmations a lot, like affirmation, like you should like feel like, you know, your affirmation. Like Uh, I literally just did an episode all about why affirmations don't work the way that Instagram tells you to work them. Cause it's just dumb. (laughs) Like, Yes, and I know, I know the words. Um, oh, like your higher self, like harnessing your power. Um, do you you write them all down at this conference? Gaining clarity. Yes, activating your confidence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what we're finding is, people, we got a lot of response from our listeners when there was a big shift. And like, we just didn't have a uh, one day. We were just particularly like goofy. Yeah, and people like that was amazing, and we're like. Oh, so you like us for who we are? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want shit. everyone who's listening to just like go back five seconds and listen to that and just really say, like, let it soak in because that that's so real. It really happens so often. It was amazing. And I was like, yeah. okay, game on. And then uh, we had a spike in listenership and it was just like, oh my awesome. God. Now we're like, not only are we like hosting a podcast with our besties, getting paid to be besties, now we get to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it gets yeah. any better than that. What was so, you? say to someone who's trying to start a podcast right now, like if they were like, you know what? I really have this. I have this, I have the words in me. I want to sit down and with a microphone and just talk it out. What would make a successful podcast now? Oh, well, our producer is amazing. So check her out. Check her out. (laughs) Do you mind dropping her? Yeah. uh, Venus Productions. (laughs) Jesse is our producer. So I think a stellar producer. Yeah makes everything so much easier so you don't have to worry about the editing and um, it's good to bounce ideas off of someone especially if you're going solo I mean Mm -hmm. you should definitely do with your best friend that's number one but no pressure don't have a best friend or there's not the interest you don't have it that's fine don't let that be the thing right that holds you up yep um and I think that you just have to get a few episodes out and just talk into a microphone and just know that it's not going to be great to begin with and it's going to pivot so much from where you first started mm-hmm. that you just have to go with it and evolve with it and not be attached to one outcome. Yes. I would say be in love with your subject mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you look forward to it because there will be days where you don't necessarily like have an episode outline, but like excitement and passion always, you can always hear that in someone's voice. Yeah. I would also say, you don't need to know everything. So please just like with any new venture, like don't, don't focus on what you don't know. Right. If you hire a team Mm -hmm. and it's worth it, 
you know, the startup expenses are challenging, but sometimes if your time, your time is worth money as well. So like yeah. the investment of a producer, that's really all you need. I think you are off and running mm-hmm. yeah. and they've yeah. got the experience so they can tell you. So now you're not having to do the research and you're not having to do the editing, right? All it lets you do is focus on the fun part. Yeah. Brilliantly answered. That was perfect. Um I want to switch a little bit because you guys, uh, in your show, you talk about personal development at your own pace. And we kind of chatted about this when we were, when we were meeting, what does that phrase mean to you? Can you break it down for listeners? I did make it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing the type A one. In this, in this and then uh okay so just like what we were talking about before where we don't like those buzzwords of authenticity and clarity and confidence like every week when we come in and chelsea does like the content creation and Mm -hmm. episode outline generally with a topic so when we're saying personal development at your own pace we're just hoping that you get some kind of growth and takeaway through the conversations that we're having so we're not going in with like a preachy objective of like well this is what worked for us you should definitely be doing this it's like oh my God, we had this happen this week and we're trying to find the so fired moment in it and grow and learn from that. And this is where we're at, but what do you think? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One concrete example I have is during the holiday season, we talked about, so what we're d- trying to do is keep our ear to the ground and listen to like the larger conversation people yeah. are having, whether it's like primarily off of Instagram, right? Or even just your friends or like the people you interface with on a day-to-day basis. So we're trying to take that so it's relevant. So as it relates to the holidays, we were talking about perfectionism and the holidays. Mm-hmm. Why yeah, is there such yeah. a big pressure? And like, what can you, how how, why is this happening? What could we possibly be doing differently? And then we're not doing it from like a very structured, like this is, this is, this, this is us just trying to like muddle our way through Mm -hmm. talking about it from a personal level with humor Mm -hmm. and then tangents and then getting back and be like, well, maybe if we did X, Y, or Z and then, or not at all. And good luck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You choose your own adventure. You know what? Like this is what we're doing, but if you have another option for us, please let us know. Right. And I think what we've said in the past is messiness is really where it's all at, right? Like let's stop, let's stop with this false notion of perfectionism. Perfectionism, what would really be perfect is if we could just celebrate like who we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think in the personal development space, a lot of shows that I listen to, it's like, okay, you guys, this is what happened and this is what I did. And this is what you should do. And it gets me amped up for two seconds. And then I'm just thinking, okay, I feel empty. Now what? Yeah. I feel empty. And like, and then I'm always feeling badly about myself. A lot of times with these podcasts, along with Instagram, they, the currency is feeling not, is not measuring up. Mm Mm-hmm. And we don't ever want anyone to feel like that because if anything, we want to be worse and you are better. Yeah, than us. exactly. <laughs> well, I was, I, I talk about this a lot with, on the show because I literally have an entire segment devoted to it that we'll touch on at the very end. But like, there's so many people in the personal development world. That's like, I wake up at five in the morning, every single day, no matter what emotion I'm feeling. And like, you just get this notion. We're very black and white thinkers, right? That's how our brains are programmed. So it's like, how, how do we find that gray? And we cannot find the gray if we do not see it, like, you know, or hear about it or like it, it, our brain just doesn't naturally go there. And so to be able to have 
two people who I I'm, I'm a big believer. If you listen to podcasts, eventually they become your best friends. Like, even though they have, you have no idea that they exist or something like when you have someone who you look up to and you admire say, Hey, like I'm a fuck up in these different ways, but like, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. And you're not going to burst into flames if you try something out and it massively fails, or even if it try if you try something out and it goes well, like, I, I think that there's such, there's such a change in the conversation that needs to be had. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely seeing the like two degree shifts towards that conversation starting to come out more. And Lord, am I happy about it. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, it is shifting that way. But then it's also coming from people that already have massive success. And then they're like, well, I'm shifting in my business and this is my struggle. I'm like, yeah, but you're already like there. I call bullshit. I don't know if I really believe that they've mastered the mountain and now they're shifting. Maybe they're just shifting because maybe they didn't master it. Maybe they don't want to wake up at five. In like, that, I'd love to chat about your guys' journeys with perfectionism. And I know that sometimes it's a little bit more heavily on one and the other. I, Lindsay, if you don't mind, can we start with you? Yeah. What was your journey with perfectionism and where do you think you feel with it now? <laughs> um, like when I think about perfectionism, it's basically if I'm not taking action on it, it's because I want it to be perfect. And a lot of things in life, I do just dive head first in and mm-hmm. then I think about it later. So with starting my business, I'm like, okay, whatever. I got it. Don't really care about like systems or anything, whatever. And then I go back to, then I'm like a few months in or however long in I am to my practice. I'm like, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm not doing it perfectly and I'm not growing as much as I want to. So now I'm like a deer in headlights and I'm frozen and not taking action. And then that's when I panic and I'm like, I need a coach or I need a course Mm -hmm. and I need to buy this. So then I do that. And then I go back to, well, okay, I already like knew that inherently. I just wasn't listening to myself. Yeah. So it's like when this perfectionism rears up in that, I just am like, someone needs to tell me what to do. And then as soon as they tell me, I'm like, no, that was stupid. I got this. (laughs) Chelsea, how about you? Perfectionism shows up for me in those voices in my head Mm -hmm. and their definition of what success would be. Um. And like what I should be doing, the shoulds. Would you mind right? sharing what that vision like, of success should be? I often be? hear like um, I compare and like comparisons, right? Like yeah. I compare myself to my family and what, you know, what my siblings are doing. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. They're fair. I'm a failure. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, or like the shoulds, like I was, you know, obviously our childhood and our family experiences really play and we're pre-programmed that way. So if I'm not, if I hear the voices in my head, like from my mom or my parents, right? Like you should be doing this. And when I'm not doing this and I'm doing something that's a little more alternative to their like traditional um, expectations, that somehow I'm a failure. And so uh, that is where, so it's not meeting other people's expectations or visually comparing myself to Instagram and falling short of that. Yeah. We all know this cognitively that Mm -hmm. Instagram is curated right but like subconsciously that doesn't come into play I still compare myself to like that perfect picture and again Mm -hmm. we keep going back to the holidays but it was like 
I'm not doing that. I'm not good enough. Therefore, like I'm a failure. So, you know, interviews, they're like, oh, what's your weakness? And it's perfectionism. Like, yeah, but it's like, it's also just not feeling good enough. Mm-hmm. I think because coaching perfectionists for the past four years, I think if there was a one route that all perfectionists have that umbrella over, it is that core feeling of like, no matter what I do, I'm never enough. And that I do think it's always been there. It's always been a human core limiting belief. However, I think with the rise of social media, I think with the rise of, I mean, filters, I think with the rise of like so many different things, it has just been exponentially it's, it's gone boom. And, um, is there anything you guys do that help you with that, with both your perfectionism? I don't want to say ticks, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say my perfectionism in business has like pretty much decreased and nice. I don't really care anymore. I'm like done beats better than perfect. But then if you're going back to like Instagram and looking at those, like I have a lot of body image issues to begin with. So just to, um, I, I like don't follow any fitness people on Instagram anymore mm-hmm. because I was just getting so anxious and like comparison game. I'm like, okay, well I have to like lift this next time I go to the gym to look like this. And this person looks like this. And like, I want to have like that feature on me and like trying to get the perfect body has been like a very stressful thing for me. And it's still like kind of like in the forefront of my mind, like where the perfectionism comes in, because I feel like I get judged on that quite a bit. So that's, you judge like, yourself. I judge it. myself on it because I guess like in my mind, I've set up this thing. Well, like I'm a doctor, I have to look a certain way and I have mm. to like keep the standard up and I have to be a role model for patients like, and I have to be healthy and fit. So like having that standard on myself is definitely a struggle. And like, especially like during that holiday season when I'm eating, not like the greatest and all the things I wouldn't eat. And I just don't feel great about myself. Mm. Um, I'm trying to just like, have a better attitude about it and be like, okay, it's only like a weekend here and a weekend there, but it's hard. And this isn't fair to Mm -hmm. those people who don't have or lucky enough to have a relationship like ours. Right. But we're close enough where I can be like, you're really struggling with that, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you won't say Having it out someone loud. call you out is so valuable. I like. I will totally be that person. But in like in the right. best possible, I'm like, mm-hmm. you're really struggling yeah. with that, aren't you? Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, she won't admit it. But then when it's like, we kind of use it as a little bit of humor and we mm-hmm. get a little fun. Like one time I tapped it and I like, we had never talked about it, but like you were talking about your body images and I'm like, that's killing you, isn't it? Yeah. And it just frees up that energy yeah. that like, you can acknowledge it. It's real. You can put it there. And then it, like loses a little bit of its hold. Mm-hmm. So we talk about that. I talk about never feeling like I'm, oh, I grew up with ADD and dyslexia. And like, I've always been out of the box. So mm-hmm. I have hated who I am early on, right? Like I grew up Catholic schools and a very traditional, like back East. And so if you didn't fall in with the norm, then you were considered like a failure, or just a problem child. Um, I have learned to love that over the years, but it was through Lindsay's help, right? So like sewing is like I design clothes and stuff like that. And so oh, cool. one of, and this is like the biggest example of something where I have learned to just love, and this is not easy, but like through your help and your eyes, I designed a jacket uh, and 
through like a mistake, I identified an opportunity and now I have a patent on it and it's a very successful selling jacket. But it was learning that like catching my mistakes, my mistakes aren't mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. Like I drew my own tattoo because I couldn't find it and it threw its imperfections. I was like, oh my God, I love it so much, right? So it's like, if you're lucky enough to A, have someone who can like tease it out and make you laugh about it and then be like, no, like when you were describing, Lindsay, when you were Mm -hmm. describing like, I was always so in awe of the way you did business because nothing slowed you down. And I would be paralyzed every step of the way. And I was like, my God, she just fired her business. Like one day we got fired and she's like, you know what? I'm going to buy this practice. (laughs) (laughs) Like we failed to mention that. I was like, it's just easier to start my own thing. I just find a job. (laughs) Fired and like 10 days later, you'd like moved into that doctor's space. And like you were way bigger and faster and better and more successful than she was. No comparison game, but whatever. Right. (laughs) And so like, that is one part of our story that we didn't, that getting fired ended up being the best thing that happened to us. And Lindsay became like a very successful, a great practice. And I'm like, if she can do it, I'm going to see my stuff through. And so it's having someone that you trust that you can follow in their footsteps. Just do your own story. Go us. I was going to say, that was a mic drop right there. (laughs) That was perfect. (laughs) Would you say like there's been any books or any other podcasts that you guys have listened to that have really opened up your mind around embracing who you are. I don't, now I don't know how non-cheesy way to say it. Like, I'm really struggling. Um, I was just talking about this before that the one book that I always give to like uh, my interns or like associates or whoever is you are a badass by Jensen Chero. Cause yes. you can just like flip it open to any page and there's some kind of motivational, inspirational, um, not cheesy thing that is yep, in the yep. book. And I just feel like that's a really solid go-to without being super fluffy. Mm-hmm. And she actually like shares her whole journey. So that's like my go-to with books. And then like podcasts, depends on what phase I'm in mm-hmm. and yeah, what I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a big Lori Harder fan. Mostly because, I mean, she's from Wisconsin. <laughs> Go Wisconsin. And um just also like I admire her fitness journey probably more than anything. And yeah. then I just feel like she's more on the relatable side to me. I never heard of her. I'm gonna look. You oh, said Lori, what? Lori Harder. Lori Harder. Earn your happy is her podcast. That's a great name. I like that. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, how about you? So <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> Any books or podcasts or anything that have I think helped you all like, of that you. like you know I kind I didn't mean to like kind of dig on it but I'm looking at my Audible and my Kindle libraries and it is all personal development right Do you mind like, just going it, down like the list and maybe yeah, like your top all of five it. it's literally everything from the very beginning because it was so maybe it's not that I don't I just have I feel like I'm I'm good yeah what <laughs> like, do you have yeah. what are your first few okay so. I don't know. I can't see anything, but like, give me a second. There's some Abraham Hicks. There is. There's a. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, so I'm sorry I can't get this to you faster, but uh, give me a second, and then you guys keep talking, and I'll circle back. <laughs> and there's oh, like some Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. There's uh, um, do the work. Is that one? Napoleon which, which, Hill. Oh, Napoleon. Tony, which Tony Robbins? If you don't mind me asking. 
Oh, give me a second. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, no, it's okay. Good. My biggest one is Napoleon Hill. Like he started me off mm. on the path, right? Like, um, and then just I can't find any other. Well, I can, but like, all right. So essential tools for impasse. <laughs> <laughs> Mind the matter. You're a badass. Like it's just TNT. It rocks the earth. I don't know. So. These are not great, but like, yep. Uh, the untethered soul. Yep. Mm. The richest man in Babylon. Oh, the artist great way. One. Oh, great and then, one. What's the other one? Um, the war of war of art. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That one changed my life. So, those are them. There's one book I'm looking at particular that I can't seem to find. So, yes, those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of podcasts, I don't remember. Kind of go in and out of phases. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and I also like to listen to like a lot of entertainment podcasts and just lighten it up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you know that in the last year, the word manifesting was searched on Google more than 700% than any other year? 700%. In fact, research is now showing that in order to master sustainable, healthy goal setting, visualization and manifestation are a must know skill. So if you are one of these searchers, or if you've just been curious about getting into a manifesting practice, but it feels intimidating. I mean, who the heck even has time for that? Or you just don't really understand the woo woo behind it and you just can't really get into it. Or you are only finding generic manifestations that just don't do diddly squat for you. If you have been wanting to start a manifestation practice and you just don't know where to begin, then I have something just for you. Introducing the Visualization Vault, seven visualizations to manifest your dreams and change your brain. The Visualization Vault is packed with seven different visualizations, all in each main category of our lives. Want to manifest more money? Yep, there's a visualization just for that. What about manifest the partner of your dreams? Absolutely, there is one on that too. What about health, energy, career, confidence, self-love? Yes, there is a visualization for each one of those categories. Now, odds are if you're new to visualization or if you've really struggled to get into it in the past, this might sound intimidating, but don't worry, I got you. I created a specific visualization that is just for you and made specifically for the beginner visualizer in mind. This is unlike any other visualization practice you've done because it uses techniques from new neuroscience research that activates the manifesting part of your brain instantly, whether you're a noob or a total expert. But that's not all. In the Visualization Vault, I also have an audio training that teaches you the science behind visualization why your brain actually changes from using visualization, and exactly how it helps you go after your goals. Now, you might be asking, Nicole, seven visualizations, aren't these all going to be the same type of visualization, and you just plug in the different word for each category? And the answer is no. Each 
one of these visualizations uses a different visualization technique to activate the part of your brain that the category lives in. It is so freaking cool and I cannot wait for you to get your hands on it. You can get the visualization vault and have instant downloadable access to all seven visualizations. Yes, you can download them straight to your phone. No need to log into an app or anything. You can just have them right there and you get instant access to the scientific breakdown all by clicking the link in the show notes. Again, instant access to everything in the visualization vault, all by clicking the link in the show notes. I cannot wait for you to change your brain with me. I cannot wait for you to manifest your dreams with me. All of it is in the link in the show notes. Now, back to the episode. Lighten it up. Mm -hmm. I feel like there was a lot of times where like when I first started diving into starting my own business. Cause like I've always been in the personal development world. So like really starting to like grow my own wealth of knowledge with it. I was like constantly listening to podcasts and now I think about it and it's like, I've done more books and then my podcast is more like, how about the house of the dragon? And like, what's the behind the scenes of that? You know, like, Mm -hmm. like more of like feeding that nerd fire of it. You have to have a balance, right? Because it's exhausting to constantly be working on yourself, right? People don't realize, but you are doing work. Like it is an overhaul. It's It's just like where therapy is, can be challenging, right? You're kind of rewriting your narrative. Right. And there's only so much growth I can do in one day. So (laughs) I do feel like, and I don't know if you guys kind of fall into that, like over high achiever type where it's like a lot of times you try to like fix yourself everything in one day. And it's like, oh wait, I actually just needed a nap and a, and a piece of, and an apple and some almond butter. Like that's really all I needed. (laughs) Yeah, that's why when I read at night before I go to bed, it's always a thriller of some kind or a mystery Ooh. or like a Colleen Hoover book of some kind. So. I just read Verity for the first time. Oh, yeah. And I'm oh, obsessed. It's really so, good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I lo- I'm starting uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors now by I I, Alice oh, something or other. That's a good one. I'm excited. I, I just got into that genre and it's it's hooked me. It's hooked me. Yeah. yeah, it's good to shut your brain off and read something like that. I do have one one more question before we get into segments, because it, the first thing that strikes me from the two of you is just how much fucking fun you have and just like being on like the show with each other. Like one of the things that I think, especially perfectionists, but I'd honestly even say just like human beings in the 21st century, we really struggle with just like releasing and having fun. And we put so much pressure on ourselves to be that certain level of success or to be that certain, you know, at that certain goal, what would you say allows you guys to just like release that pressure or, or is, or am I in the Instagram facade right now? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, how can you not have fun working with your best friend? Because if you're not having fun, I think you're doing it wrong. And, um, I just said with like, life and business wise, when I wasn't having fun, I was still hitting goals, but I hit burnout mode so hard. And that's when like my health went down, just like not prioritizing self-care at all. And just like constantly tired and trying to hit the next thing, because that's what I feel like I should be doing. And I wasn't happy with that. And it's just, it was so stressful. And I'm like, this cannot be the best that it gets. Like, right. <laughs> this could this, not possibly be again? like, is this what people think <laughs> running a business is like? Is this how it is? Like, oh, I can't, I just can't believe that. <laughs> yeah. So once I just let go of the idea of this is what I have to do, and mm-hmm. I am a robot, 
and infusing the fun more into like my work life. Um, can't we just distract ourselves? Like, yeah. we be doing the work anyway. I know. Yeah. There is no reason why we can't be having fun along the way. But then mm-hmm. there's the pressure of like, well, what's fun look like? And oh, can I have too much fun? And it's like, just not think about it so much. Yeah. Right. Right. And like, there is no reason why you can't be talking to your best friend like 18 times. And again, I've, I am sympathetic to those that are like, I don't have that relationship. Mm-hmm. But what could you be doing that's just a little more fun? Take all the focus off of like your work. You're going to show up to work. Right. But yeah. if you're having fun, you're freeing up so much energy and maybe even putting more energy, positive energy that you're like distracted and like you're going to hit it out of the park. Right. Yeah. And we do feel we, it's not lost on us that we feel so blessed that we were able to do this together. Like, mm-hmm. and it, a while back, it was like, how do we intertwine our lives even more? So <laughs> how can we hang out even more and make money and have fun and like make this a thing? I know how the one obstacle we had, and we're so blessed to have this is that Lindsay's got a very sympathetic husband who has let me take over her life 75%. And now Friday night to Monday morning, no communication. No, <laughs> they have to. Be is that there. is that something you guys have like in place, or is that just something that's yeah. evolved over time? That's just like it wasn't a formal. It wasn't a formal until thing. I articulated it one time, and I was like, I get it. I'm yeah. like Monday through noon, Friday at noon. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And then I'm wife after that. On the weekend. Wife. Yeah, got a wife on the weekends. Um, now I am lucky enough to be invited to like some of their outings together because we all are very best friends together. But. Yeah. Now, is anyone the third wheel and is it your husband, Lindsay? (laughs) That's my question. I'm the third wheel. I sit in the back and like, blah, blah, blah. So, um, but I mean, like that is so important to us. And it's important for me that Lindsay feels like whole, like I can't be taking everything out of her and like constantly needing, but being excited and then like supporting like the other aspects of her life. But getting back to the question, like you can actually have fun and be successful at the same time. Like, let's start mm-hmm. there. Like you will mm-hmm. show up if you're like goofy and laughing all the time. Cause you forget to like be right. professional and polished and like, let's... and you just attract the right people into your life. Yeah. I, you know what my favorite thing to do at work is to pick the playlist for the day. And I love messing with people because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'll put it on my liked playlist song, <laughs> and it's like country Cardi B. Christmas music, Cardi B again, <laughs> country, country, country. And um, as my intern would say, you're unhinged. And that's what I was like. Is that another know? word that is, is the, the, the kids are saying these yeah. days? <laughs> and um, it's just like so funny because people are like, wow, you're really jamming out today. I'm like, yeah, we are. I'm like, I'm just going to like dance on over to the table. Let's get this show on the road. And I just like to see what people's reactions are. And like, that's kind of like a fun little game I like to play. Like, what's the playlist going crazy? I know. <laughs> crazy. So crazy. But I was also like struggling with professionalism and perfectionism. Yeah, not here. Like, yeah. Like, that's when I not first here. Started, oh, I better have like this playlist on and I better dress like this. I'm like, nah, I'm going to wear leggings today yeah. and my Ugg boots and probably a hoodie. And we're going to play some like Drake probably for the playlist today. Yeah. So come on in. I do <laughs> like it when we go to networking events and like, we're still like this. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, wholeheartedly. Like, you too. 
Yeah. You're like, girls, you Girl. do. And it's just like, you know, you didn't get to be like this in like middle school or high school without being like sent to detention or demerits. So mm-hmm. it's like we're making up for lost time. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like you're applauded for. I know. Oh, we're being authentic. Yeah. yeah. So we're just <laughs> making <a> movie sounds. <laughs> like, well, I was going to ask because like if we think with, about so. like our like, you know, our parents generation or like, even like a generation above us, like the idea of going to work in leggings was like blasphemy. Egads, you know, it. like. But now I feel like it is, especially with the pandemic, I feel like I worked in a tech company while we were, you know, while I was getting this off the ground and like the pandemic was happening and everyone was saying it was like, it humanized everyone. Like there's kids running in the background and like, it just kind of, it humanizes everyone. And I'm wondering, do you guys think that like with what, other than the pandemic, maybe it was, wasn't that for you guys, like what made that change from like, I show up in my high heels and my pantyhose and my, my pencil skirt or whatever it is. And now to Uggs and leggings. Yeah. I mean, I tried it on literally trying all the outfits and I'm like, this is not me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think That's- it's also just like more celebrated now? Like this oh, idea of like, did not have any shame in your game, like straight out of the gate. <laughs> she's always been like, nah, I'm not going to do that. And I am just so in awe of that, right? Where I am of that generation where I was like rules and expectations and like my, yeah, I guess maybe, um, I don't know. That's my, just doesn't give it. Yeah. But maybe that's just like my upbringing. Like, "Mm, no, I don't like that rule. If I think a rule is stupid, I'm definitely not going to follow it. If you have a really good justification as to why I should consider it and then maybe think about it, think about it. Probably do not you guys, do it, but I'll consider it. Do you guys I'll do know it. Gretchen Rubin's the uh, four tendencies? Yeah. Which are I have a feeling which Lindsay is. Chelsea, do you know which one you are? No. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, never mind. Well, do you want to tell us which ones we are? Well, I I am 10 out of 10. Chelsea, I think you're a question. Or excuse me, Lindsay, I think you're a questioner. Because oh. um, there's the four different types. There's the upholder, which is like inner and outer expectations are like, boop, we're good. I put a goal, it's done. I put a to-do list, it's done. Someone else tells me something, it's done. Um, then there's the obliger who is like, they will always do the external expectations. A boss says, hey, I need you to do this. And they're like, okay, it goes to the front of the list above everything else that they need done. Then there's <laughs> the, then there's the questioner, which is boss comes over and says, Hey, I need this. Their first question is why I need you to make this make sense to me. And when it makes sense to me, then I'll put it at the top of my list. You don't even then, have a boss. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't even have a boss. <laughs> well, I mean, like, even if like entrepreneurs, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put this on my schedule if it makes sense for the next goal I have. Um, and then rebels are just like, fuck it all. I'm just going to do whatever I want, basically. So you think we're which one? I think questioner, I think Lindsay, you're a questioner. I have no idea, Chelsea. You are a, you are a question mark on you right now. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> <a stigma. laughs> Otherwise known as a hot mess. <laughs> you're, I, you're not an obliger. No. No. Mm-hmm. I used to be. I'm not. Maybe the first one. What was the first one? Uh, upholder. It's the, like, it, like, think like Hermione Granger is who I always think about with the upholder. Very like rule following. I would say um, the last the one. The last one. Rebel. That would be what I'd lean towards. Just knowing dress you for the blazer. 42 minutes that we've been talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dress up in a blazer, a rebel in a blazer. And when I do try and show up and like do the things that like society tries to get us to do, because I am still somewhat influenced. I'm letting that go more and more. But Lindsay would be like, oh, what do you wear? <laughs> 
And I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> She'll like look me up and down and be like, just start laughing. And I'm like, I know, dude, I'm tired. <laughs> like, oh I feel God. like imposter right now. <laughs> you two are amazing. I can barely keep up with you. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, I do want to move into segments. And so every guest we have on, I always ask two questions. The first is, what is one small step you've made towards achieving a goal this week that we can celebrate with you? Because oh, oh. we never celebrate the yeah. end of our goals. We never celebrate the stepping stones towards achieving our goals. So we take a moment and we celebrate them. Tell me mine. That is a hard one. Um, okay. I would say for me, I have some things in the works, yeah. uh, like some really big moves that I'm making. And I finally like told people mm-hmm. like, this is what I'm doing. So just the fact that I, told it to someone and they repeated it back to me I was like okay it's happening so (laughs) I think just having it like out in the universe and telling people and like having the support behind me was definitely like a huge step yeah and watching her come back and tell me and see the excitement because up until that point while I was privy to this knowledge I could see the trepidation and just the nervousness and like what are other people gonna like the outside judgments Mm -hmm. and like whether it's from family or like others but for her to come back and tell me just as recently that she's like, it went really well. And it was like, oh my gosh, even I felt like a huge sense of like relief and like yeah. excitement mm-hmm. that this will be another so fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any accomplishments. Uh, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> like I'm calling bullshit. It can be it can be a big goal or a small goal. In fact, if it's small goals, sometimes that's the best celebrations because we Why never celebrate them. You know what? what? Well, this was maybe last <laughs> week, but she made me a new jacket. Oh yeah. And um she was feeling a little like burned out from the jackets or just like not as inspired to make them. And not good. And she I still don't feel great about it. No, but you Fine. made me the most killer yeah, jackets. Awesome. And um I was showing it off to everyone. And everyone's like, oh my God, like, how do I get one? I want one. So, um, I should make more. So, by pro- <laughs> so you I should, because I I want to see these jackets. <laughs> oh my gosh, we'll, we'll link it somewhere. Please. Um, so yeah, but what was great about it is where I doubt myself, I think of Lindsay as an extension. And like she gets excited. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited too. <laughs> Cause I just want to be like Lindsay. Oh, you have that? I want that. Oh yeah, I think that way too. <laughs> Amazing. Like, you're amazing. Uh, oh, okay. And then my second question for you guys is how were you a perfectionist this week? Just like how we're so sick of seeing all the fucking personal development gurus being like, I'm perfect. I wake up at 5 a.m. I want to know how you weren't perfect. Mm, how was I not perfect this week? Oh, you know what? <laughs> what? <laughs> we're, we're supposed to go to an event tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It's a big personal development hoo-ha thing. We feel compelled um, to go. We, I feel compelled to go. And Chelsea's like, nope, not going. And um, I'm jealous. I'm like, damn, I wish you that don't I was have old. to go. I don't have to go. But like, dude, this, you know, okay, okay. this is the only rule follower thing in me. Is no. that like once I say, once I get to go, like, no, I <laughs> this is so questioner and rebel. I'm like, oh, like this is it. <laughs> You're like, no. Okay. Oh, because there was another thing that. Okay. Like, okay. Once I commit to going to something, I have the hardest time. What about your going? patients that you committed to? Well, I didn't have anyone scheduled because I was like, I'm going to go to this thing. But now I'm like, well, I you're going to love schedule. it. So what am I doing instead? I got to be honest. Full disclosure. I'm going. I'm going snowshoeing. Where? Um. Where am I going? Breckenridge. <sighs> Beautiful. Oh my god. 
So um, I, I actually was a little hesitant to tell you, but um, I noticed that because I'm a big hiker during the summer, mm-hmm. it's been, that has been such a huge surge in endorphins that mm-hmm. I have now learned to like, that is a, a part of my life. Yeah. And in the absence of it, as we transition seasons, like it, I haven't been doing it and now I can, t- I'm feeling like I'm tanking a little. Yeah. So when somebody said, Hey, do you want to do this? I was like a hundred percent and whatever else I was thinking about doing, this is more important because yes. this isn't just like a social, like mm-hmm. let's do something fun during the week. It's like my mental health needs that. So yeah. if anything, I am about how embodying embodying my (laughs) higher and like all those things by like honoring what I need yeah sorry I'm not Uh, making it for you for market research purposes yeah yeah that is what we go for yeah we want to stay I want to say like up to date and like see what people are talking about and relevancy um and then take our own spin on it plus they need to see us they do (laughs) Well, I'm gonna just, I was going to say like networking alone. I feel like that yeah. helps so much. Like you'll love getting... it. You do love, she loves the shit out of networking. I do love to network. She's so yeah. good at it. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to like an Unleash the Power Within or a t- this can also be off the record if you want, but like uh Tony Robbins seminar or anything? Oh, I have. You it have? Incredible. I love it. It is. So I don't, awesome. I don't know if we actually talked about this. My parents both worked for Tony for about 30 years. Oh, so I grew shit. up like attending oh. UPWs and like all this kind of stuff. And it is the best four yeah. days of life. It changed my life. There was yeah. no doubt about it. I remember like texting you and like sending you videos yeah. from mm-hmm. it. And it was such a powerful experience. That is, that is a seminar that is zero fluff. Like oh, it yeah, is that's just everything. I love it. It's like a bucket list thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a uh, date with destiny. That has been the one that just changed my life entirely. That is the, um, uh, six day one. Oh, uh, it's about ten thousand dollars, but it is also oh, wow. honestly that's not that bad for six for, days. For, for six days for Tony Robbins and for what? Here's what I will say: what you learn in that and what you do in that, it changed my entire life. It was okay. one of the best six days that I've ever spent. If you read um, Tony Robbins' "Awaken the Giant Within," oh, I think that's the one I read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if yeah. You, it's that seminar in a yeah. book, it's a lot yeah. more in depth than the seminar. Obviously, I mean it's like. I can't even tell the amount of hours. It's over a hundred, but, um, with awaken the giant within it's all of the principles, especially this is going to get really nerdy chapters 17 and 16, Mm -hmm. uh, rules and values, which are what I take notes, right? Yeah. I have a journal highlighted tabbed, like awaken the giant within Mm -hmm. it's always on my bedside table. I will like reference it frequently. It's Put phenomenal. this in instead of when I said I didn't know any books or anything. Edit <laughs> <laughs> this because I really do. It is, yeah. I can't believe you were the child. It's like you are like second generation of personal development. Here's what I will say because I grew up in you know the 80s, 90s personal development, which was yeah. very much fucking hustle. Like go, 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 go. You're never enough unless you're happy. Like kind of stuff like that. And it was like. It was very, um, uh, now we'd call it toxic positivity. And I think that there was so much good stuff I learned from that. All of the coaching that I do comes from that upbringing. Um, however, I will say that now there's such an important conversation around being fulfilled and successful mm-hmm. and having successful, excuse me, having being fulfilled, not even, I would actually flip it. Yeah. Having success as an act of fulfillment, like being so fulfilled that that's just part of it. 
And um, I don't think that that was part of the conversation in the 80s and 90s. And now I think it definitely is. And I'm thrilled about it because it fulfillment looks different for everyone, right? Some people, it's living a very slow life. Some people, it's living a very fast Silicon Valley paced life. You know, it just, it really just depends. I think that's what, that's the word that we were looking when describing us is that like, we're fulfilled with our friendship that any other success is just bonus. Bonus. Yeah. Well, how do you think, and this is the last question I promise before I ask how can people find you, but like, if someone was looking for that right now, what would you tell them? If they're looking for a fulfillment? Fulfillment. What would you say? Not to put you guys on the spot. This is a very yeah, you know, zero stakes question, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I would have to say, what do you find joy in? And when you're at, oh my God, at the end of the day, like that. No. that sounds terrible. Okay, no. At the end of the day, where do you find joy? Okay, when I go to work and I am feeling fulfilled at a day of work, it's because I picked a funny playlist. I was, um, I didn't really care what anyone thought and I feel like energized by the end of the day. So like, I feel fulfilled when I'm not drained at the end of my day. And if like, that's why I love podcasting so much because I'm like, we're so excited and the energy say anything about talking to me. I said, (laughs) no, like during the day, because there's always a solid, like 35 to 60 minutes. Oh, well, yeah. And then I call Chelsea in the middle of the day, like, what are you doing now? I did this. Okay, let me tell you every single detail. And then it's Starbucks this morning. I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's fine. Um, Good spice lattes are up. I know. Sugar cookies. Okay, so talking to you, um, getting really energized by the end of the day and not feeling drained. That's how I feel fulfilled. I think Mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. I just think the lighter it can be, and like yeah. not putting so much, so much emphasis, right? Like I was drawing something the other day. Uh-huh. Um, I was talking to someone and drawing, and then I went home and tried to draw the same thing without any um e- external distractions. Yeah, I couldn't draw it. And the one that I drew when sitting and talking with my friend nailed it. It mm-hmm. was perfect. And so I think that's a metaphor for life. That like just a little bit of side distraction or a little outside noise in the m- most fun possible way, mm-hmm. you're it's going to blow your mind how much easier it is, how much more fun it is. And it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, that wasn't bad. Like uh, there have been times where like my, with my ADD and all this stuff, like my closet would be a mess and I had like mounds of clothes and I'd have to like step over it. And it was so dreadful. And I'd be like, yeah. Lindsay, will you just come over and sit and like talk to me while I do it? So my fiance has ADHD and if he's like needing to like do deep focus, sometimes he'll literally just like sit in bed and I'll just be there next to him, not talking to him, but just being there next to him. And he's able to like, you know, like so zero in. And I feel like that's because we had, do you know, Dr. Stephanie Sarkis? Do you guys know her? She's a phenomenal podcast guest. If you ever want to have someone talk about ADHD, she's amazing. Um, But she was talking about that and it's like how having just that presence near you is just enough for you to be able to kick it into high gear. The body double, the notion yes. of the body double. That's yep. it. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And just someone normalizing and like taking off the intensity of, you already feel bad about what you're trying to do. You're either mm-hmm. anxious or you're like procrastinating because you don't feel good enough. You're not going to nail it. It's going to be terrible. And then just someone you trust who's just there to be like, blah, blah, blah. 
it's yeah. okay. I mean, like, I feel yeah. like that's how life should be led a, at least a little bit more. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't say hiking and walking your dogs is fulfilling. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, just say them now and we'll insert them that at the top. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Um, it is, but like, what, what did I, I say? Was I feel like, and freedom in my schedule is fulfilling. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Big same. I'm literally done after this. It's the best. (laughs) The goofiest version of yourself. Allowing yourself to have permission to do that. You guys, thank you for being on the show. This was fun. (laughs) Thank you so much. Where can people find both of you individually, both of you together, all that good stuff? Yes. You can find us on Instagram at SoFiredPod, at Dr. Lindsay Lifestyle, at Chelsea Toronto, and then on YouTube so fired podcast you definitely want to watch us on youtube to get all these mannerisms down and see see us in action and then you can also find us on anywhere you get your podcasts yeah apple spotify etc so fired awesome thank you so much for being here thanks for having us so fun fun. That was such an in-tune laugh that you guys both just did together. They are so fun. (laughs) I don't know if I've laughed on a podcast as much as I have with them. Uh, You can check out their podcast, The So Fired Podcast, by searching So Fired anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow them on Instagram. They are at So Fired. And you can always share this episode on your stories and not only tag them at So Fired, but also tag me at Life Coach Baker. We would love to reshare and just celebrate the crap out of you because you're awesome. Before we peace out, Squirrel Scout, let's do a quick iTunes review, something we have not done in a super long time because guess what? I kept forgetting. But let's go ahead and dive in. This is a recent review. Well, recent. This was back in June 2022. Um, This is done by Nikki Burla. Thank you, Nikki, already. They say, a must listen. Nicole hits the podcast trifecta. She is a phenomenal host, brings in incredible guests, and covers great topics that are relevant to her listeners. I highly recommend. Thank you so, 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 so much. I appreciate any time people leave a review or even just hit that five-star button. If you have not done so, please take a moment, hit that five-star button, write a little love note in the review section, and not just for me. If you listen to any other podcasts on the reg, go ahead and do that because it is one of the best ways you can give them a a little podcasting hug, but also you can help them spread the word about their show. It is huge for helping people find it, for helping people discover the show, and I am just unbelievably grateful for those of you who have done it already. Well, Sweet friends, that is all we've got for today. I want to thank Ariel Villafane, our wonderful producer and editor. I literally would not be able to do this show without you. And by the way, she is now taking on new clients. I would recommend her. I would scream her from the rooftop. She's my favorite person on the planet for podcasting. Her email is in the show notes if you want to check her out. Um, Also, quick reminder, rate and review the show. Again, it is the best way you can give your podcast hosts the biggest hug. It helps other people find the show. It is the best thing you can do. And it takes maybe, maybe 30 seconds of your time. I know we're all busy, but 30 seconds, we've all got 30 seconds. My sweet friends, until next time, I will talk to you soon. Bye.